Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Stock Market Today. It's Ali Corbin, Justin Nielsen here with a breakdown of the action in today's session, Wednesday, August 30th, where the major indexes added to their gains on Tuesday. So we're seeing a continuation of strength, it looks like, Justin. But I know you'll have a lot, <laughs> a lot more detail for us as the show progresses. Well, we can just sum it up with so far, so good, right? Yeah. Uh, and that's we'll take it. anytime you can add on to gains after a follow through day, it's it's putting you in the right direction. Um, we still have a lot of low volume out there. So that mm -hmm. is an issue that we're dealing with. Not surprising, given that we are in the week right ahead of Labor Day. That's yeah. often a very, very slow week. But we'll cover a couple stocks today, including Visa, Valeris, and FedEx. All right, let's do it. But first, let's take a look at the major indexes. The NASDAQ today up a half a percent to lead things. The S&P 500 with a gain of four tenths of a percent. The Russell 2000 with a gain of a little over three tenths of a percent. The Dow did lag today, but still managed a gain of one tenth of a percent. So as you mentioned, we got that follow through day in Tuesday's session with a strong gain accompanied by volume that picked up in this rally attempt, and we got above some key levels as well. Yeah, so a, a lot of things going for it. Um, you know, the, the volume, although it wasn't above average, it was significantly above uh, the recent action. And our key criteria is that it has to be above the previous day. So that did qualify yesterday as a follow-through day. And a follow-through day is basically our signal that we have a potential change in the trend. So that's why we switched all of our, all of our things to back to uptrend rather than correction. And it doesn't necessarily mean though that it's gonna last very long. This is always the question. So right now we're kind of in that early stage. We always say what, what happens in a nascent rally in those first few days is uh, really important. And so far, so good. Uh, a few of the things that I like that I'll note here that not only did we uh, stay, you know, get above that 50 day, we stayed above it, uh, completely cleared it, you know, so the low stayed above both the 50 day and the 21 day moving average line. We have the 50 day moving average line, you can kind of see how it flattened out a little bit. That's kind of turning back into an uptrend ever so slightly. So that's also a positive. Um, and you've got some stocks out there. But again, volume is one of the issues that we're contending with. Uh, you can see that volume looks like it might be uh, trickling off a little bit from yesterday. Um, uh, we, we don't have the final volume numbers yet. So it usually takes a little bit of time for that volume figure to catch up. Um, but we all are also coming up to this 14,000 right. level which is, I think, an important we closed round above number. It. Yeah, so it's nice that we closed above it. So I think there's a lot of things that we kind of check boxes off that we were right. wanting to see happen. So now it's just a matter of once we check those boxes off, can we stay up there? Can we exactly. stay above that 50-day line, 21-day line, and the 14,000 level? Yes. So we do have the green light to once again, be adding exposure in a methodical way. You know, it's not time to just load up on uh, anything and everything, but uh, to incrementally make those ads or new buys. Let's also take a look at the S&P 500 because it got above a nice round number today as well, 4,500. Yep. So that was a, an area that we were watching. So same, same kind of situation here. Uh, we have it above the, uh, at the 50-day the moving average line. We have it above the 21-day line. And we have it above an area of uh, potential resistance at 4,500. Um, so yeah, that's, that's all positive as well. Um, we were, you know, not so long ago looking at how, how, how low could this go? Where would it get support? But 
you know, once you have that rally attempt start, you start kind of changing your mindset. And so yeah. right now, that line in the sand that you just put, uh, kind of where the where the rally started, that's kind of our trigger of, okay, as long as we can stay above that level, uh, this rally remains intact. But we can also use as kind of an early warning signal, if we do undercut the low of the follow through day, so that's yesterday's low, if we undercut that level, that's going to be an early warning sign that maybe this rally uh, could be in, uh, in trouble. Mm -hmm. Great note there. Next on the list, let's take a look at zero DJIA. This is the Dow. So the weakest of the bunch today, but back above its key moving averages. So we'll take it. Yeah. And a very different look on this one because this one actually didn't hold its lows. So we actually had to kind of reset the rally attempt on the Dow. Now, when you're looking at uh, the market indexes and looking for a follow through day, you only need it on one index. And that's enough to kind of say, OK, we're 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 back in an uptrend. You don't need it on all of them. So now for the Dow, if you were looking at this index today would have been the earliest day for a follow through day. And today day did four. not qualify day four. Um, but that's, you know, a really strong move that it had after it got support after three, four thousand. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we can just go ahead and throw in XLI real quick sure. um, because the industrials um, are, are seeing some movement. You know, a lot of the names that I was seeing kind of out there that were looking interesting included those in the industrial sector. So the XLI, you know, the Dow Jones industrial average is kind of a little bit broader now. It's not just industrials, right? I mean, you've got, you've got some big, big cap tech names in there. Um, but the industrials, that's more, the XLI is a little bit more focused on the industrial side and we are seeing strength there. So that's important. To mm -hmm. know. Let's also take a look at zero TNX. This is the 10 year yield edging off a little bit today, but seeing this recent short-term downtrend, that's definitely fueling equities. Yeah, and especially it's growth that, stocks. Some, exactly. Something that does help growth. Um, it does help with the, the valuations and a lot of models that uh, folks use. So yesterday we saw a big drop in the 10-year Treasury yield. Um, again, if you're watching bonds, these go in uh, opposite ways. So the yield dropped significantly yesterday, and that was something that helped fuel that follow-through day. Um, today, you know, it, it, it kind of held pretty much, but uh, it's still kind of in the in the downtrend. So what mm -hmm. you'll have to watch here um, is does does it find does it find some support? Does it come down to the 50 day moving average line maybe and bounce from there? Um, you know, a lot of times people are a little hesitant to use technical analysis on things like yields, things that are like more macro. But I mean, look what happened here. We had that 4383 high we basically came right up there and that's where we hit mm -hmm. resistance. So kind of kind of where you would expect. Now the question is, are we forming kind of a handle here or is this something that we're gonna see a little bit more pressure on the yields? And uh, again, that could be very good for growth stocks. Yes, and let's check in on the dollar. Why don't we? Because very related to what we're seeing with the yields and a big move lower for the dollar yesterday yeah. and it too edging off a, a little bit today. So same story here. Is it going to find support? This 2870 thereabouts level is an area where it previously hit resistance. Is that, that going to be support now for the dollar? That's the question. <laughs> That's the question. So that stay tuned question. on that one. <laughs> to be or not to be, that is the question. Uh, one more sector ETF to check in on, and that is XME. 
uh, on the surface of this area, not a, not a whole lot of action down about a quarter of a percent on the day, but it had a really strong day yesterday, definitely outpacing the broad market. So it looks like a lot of stocks within this group, you know, if you kind of peel, peel back the surface, look underneath the surface, uh, it seems like there are some names of interest. Right, exactly. And so one of the things we were talking about on IBD Live today is that, you know, when you have kind of an overarching area, I mean, heck, you could even go even even uh, broader and go to XLB, which is the materials uh, sector ETF, um, then you can kind of drill down a little bit more to XME. And then from XME, you can drill down a little bit more to GLD, SLX, uh, GLD being gold, mm-hmm. SLX being steel. Uh, you could look at the copper ETFs. All of these can kind of give you a sense of where the strength is. And from there, you can kind of find out, okay, what are some of the stocks uh, that are that are showing the most strength. So a lot of different ways to kind of drill down. Uh, we call that kind of a top-down approach. Or the other way is you can start looking at what stocks look the most interesting and kind of say, oh, okay, are there more stocks that are concentrated in certain areas? Um, you know, for a while there, we were, you know, noting the strength in the home builders. And I'd say that they had a pretty good day today as well. ITB, um, you know, would be a, a, an area to look at there, getting back above the 50-day moving average line. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of ways that you can kind of uh, slice and dice this. Yes, absolutely. Okay, let's take a look at Visa, ticker V, breaking out today, closing off highs, but this is one of those stair-stepper stocks. So it's not going to have huge, uh, you know, high octane, high beta type moves, but it is a steady outperformer over the long run. Justin, what are your thoughts on this breakout attempt? Yeah, sometimes it's nice to have the the stocks that are a little bit slower. Um, as you mentioned, you know, beta is basically something that kind of says, okay, how how much does this move um, with with the market, kind of thing. So when you see um, something like Visa, where it's got a beta a below one, meaning it doesn't even move, it doesn't tend to move as much as even the S and P five hundred. Um, you know, that's that kind of lets you know that you're dealing with a, a more calm stock um, as opposed to something like a NVIDIA that has a beta of two, you know, over two. So uh, that just kind of lets you know what to expect out of the stock. But Visa has had some nice steady moves in the past. And I will go ahead and put in MasterCard is kind of another another one. It's got a beta of one. Um, so they have had moves in the past. And there have been a lot of uh, a lot of talk about, you know, the cross um cross-border transactions, mm-hmm. increased transactions. Um, both Visa and MasterCard were talking today about increasing the fees to merchants. That's something uh, that can help increase the revenue there. So a lot of things that are looking interesting. On the technical side, uh, we've got a, a flat base that Visa formed, and it's, it's right there on the verge of a breakout. Now, the news today kind of fueled that breakout, and it really kind of closed a little poorly. Um, and mm-hmm. for as much as you would think that news would be you know, kind of move the stock a little bit and get some interest in there. The volume still remained a little light, but again, that's going to be a recurring theme uh, as we look at stocks today. Yeah. Still, this is a one to, you know, certainly watch. And again, if you're, you know, if you've got some high octane names, as you mentioned, sometimes it's nice to balance them out with the slow, steady eddies. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Let's take a look at VAL in the oil and gas sector up 2.7% on the day light volume but a handy little trick that you and chris taught me justin is even if it's below average where is it in relation to recent trade and we did see an uptick from the last you know week plus 
yeah, especially when you're looking at something for a swing trade. If you're kind of looking at uh, a swing trade and you're thinking, okay, I'm, I'm going to be holding this for a couple weeks. Well, you don't have to go necessarily to 50 days of volume. You can go to the last few weeks of volume. That's what's going to be more relevant. And certainly Valeris showed a lot more volume today than it has in recent weeks. Um, and it's crossing a downtrend. You can look at this overall as a cup with handle. And this is a downtrend in the handle. So a lot of times we will use those downtrends to kind of give us an early entry. Um, so that's that's basically what's playing out right here. And, uh, you know, you could still wait until that 77.77 traditional buy point, but there's a lot of the stocks in this space, the oil and gas space, whether it's the drillers, the field services, some of the uh, explorers and producers that are showing this strength and kind of popping. Now, you know, we had oil kind of go... Um, you know, pretty nicely. And Ed Carson was mentioning in one of our stand-up calls, hey, it seemed like, you know, the, the, the stocks were just catching up today to the move in oil. Um, so that's something that, look, there, there might be a fight for dollars here. And, you know, if, if the treasury yields are coming in, the dollar's coming down, growth is getting some more, uh, is looking more, more attractive, that might take some of the dollars away from these investments in oil and gas. But these are still showing some pretty good relative strength, um, you know, whether you look at the relative strength line or the relative strength number, uh, they're both showing, you know, pretty, pretty strong growth here in a lot of these individual stocks. You know, I mean, just here with Valeris, we've got a 90 RS and a relative strength that's just on the verge of new highs. So that's something to be looking at. And it's just a matter of who's going to win out, or you can consider it a matter of diversifying, you know, having a little mm -hmm. bit in growth, a little bit in some of these slower names right. like Visa, and maybe a little bit of exposure to energy as well. Right. And the three month RS, this is the, you know, standard RS rating. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, the 12 month, the three month is even a little bit stronger. So underscoring that uh, short term momentum and, and strength that we're, we're seeing here. So yeah. that's always and since you have that open, sure. one of the things that's kind of nice about MarketSmith is that you can kind of get a little bit historical sense. Yep. Um, you can see how a year ago, this was at 95, the relative strength rating, the, the regular 12 month rating, because remember, you know, 2022 was a great, a great year for a lot of the oil and gas stocks, you know, six months ago, fell a little bit three months ago, not looking so great. But then four weeks ago, and one week ago, mm -hmm. you see how the relative strength rating was increasing. So it just kind of gives you a sense of, okay, historically, this is the trend that we're on, we're, we're back to the relative strength, getting better and mm -hmm. better. Right. And uh, for those who are interested in early entries, you can actually see a crossover of the relative strength line of two different moving averages here that coincided with a, you know, maybe a low cheat early entry or, you know, a, a clearing of that 200 day line, which well, is a 40 week on the weekly. Yeah. And it was a while ago that actually David Ryan was putting the oil and gas names back on our radar uh, yeah, as he was speaking on IBD Live. So, um, yeah, this is something that he was noting when he was seeing a kind of a shift in industry groups. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of different ways to kind of look at this and, and get those potential either early entries or at least be watching something early on mm -hmm. when you see that kind of transition from a downtrend back into an uptrend. All right, last one, quick one. Let's take a look at FedEx. Can it deliver, Justin, with this bounce off of the 50-day? Yeah, so you had really tight action, which is uh, generally a positive thing. 
couldn't really hold that tight area that it had. Um, if you just yeah look at the weekly chart there, you see that little blue shaded area. Um, but what it does is it kind of just allows that 10-week moving average line to kind of catch up a little bit. So here we have another slower stock. You know, the beta on this one is 0.97, so below one. Um, but you've got to bounce off the 50-day the moving average line or 10-week moving average line, whichever time frame you're looking at. And, and that's, you know, that's a positive thing. That's something that we look at for as a potential entry, especially, you know, you can look at the 235.81 initial flat base entry on this one. And while a lot of stocks did, you know, come down quite a bit, this really held up pretty nicely. And whenever I'm looking for the stocks to buy in a new uptrend, I'm often looking towards the stocks that held up well in mm -hmm. the correction. And I would say that FedEx certainly fits the bill there. You see the relative strength line did come down a bit, but not too much. It really held up very well compared to a lot of other names. Um, and uh, the, the, the bounce is strong. So on the fundamental side, look, we've got a yeah. lot of things to, you know, to, Ble to bleeding are, red a little bit not great but you look forward to the estimates in 2024 yep. 2025 and those are showing some improvement so what we're looking at here is a little bit of a turnaround situation and so we do handle those differently um but again one of the things that is uh, an issue is that we we just didn't get much volume today mm -hmm. yep great points there justin thank you so much that is it for today everyone and we hope you enjoyed this we got to go record a podcast uh, with David Ryan. Well, really, Justin, I'm just, I'm just sitting in and listening, but uh, you, you're, you're doing all the heavy lifting there. That'll drop tomorrow, investors.com slash podcast. And we will see you in the morning on IUBD Live, investors.com slash IUBD Live for all the details on that. We will see you there bright and early. And then we'll also see you right back here tomorrow at the close. This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.